Hey guys, it's Jack. And uh, I was thinking about stuff as I often do. I know I said that the next video would be a continuation of the story of Gilgamesh, but for some reason, the past week or so, few weeks, my mind has been wandering and you know, dividing and doing all this crazy stuff, and, um, I don't know, made me think of something, so I remember, um, well, let me start off by saying this, as people, uh, grow, they gain experience, hopefully some knowledge, some wisdom, their cells divide and replicate, cells die, born again, stuff like that, um, it, again, it's been a while, so forgive me for not remembering, I also have trouble with my memory, um, if I remember correctly, you get a new liver every three months, because of your cells dying and replicating, um, after three months, all of your liver cells are new, I think you get a stomach, a new stomach lining every year. I forget. The point is, is that we're constantly in a state of death and rebirth and stuff like that. It's actually quite poetic when you think about it. And <clears throat> the thing is, is that it made me think about something. You see, as people... As people age, as people uh, grow, as they move forward in life, they have uh, they have they have experiences that shape them. They have actions that define them, and they have memories reflect on they also have the ability to change to adapt to pull a 180 course correct maybe even go back try to fix some stuff and I remember um, that People used to talk about getting old, you know? Your body breaks down as it does and wear and tear, like some abused used car. You're, uh, some, uh, some people, when they age, their, uh, their minds start to go. <sighs> and I guess I gotta look forward to that. Thanks, uh, genetic heritage. You see, my family has a long history of medical issues. Heart problems on my father's side. With some mental issues as well. Nothing crazy, but just, you know, over time. Uh, we're, we're also all di diabetics. Except for me, for some reason, so that's good. My mother's side, I believe, uh, mental, 
illness is in the family, not mental illness as in like anything bad or could get you arrested. I mean, like over time, just as you age, your mind tends to, you know, do what it does. <laughs> you know, arthritis, uh, uh, cataracts, build up a pressure in, in the eyes. So I got that, that to look forward to. <laughs> the worst genetic traits. Uh, what are you going to do? It's really just a lottery, to be honest. Uh, I think the phrase is the genetic lottery. Who, uh, all you know, you may, you may owe your good looks or your intelligence to uh, a grandfather, a great grandfather, some sort of recessive gene that fought through all the stupid in order to uh, make its way into you. Interesting. Yeah, I gotta put this down. If <clears throat> anyway. I was thinking about it, and the thing about getting old is that you get get nostalgic, you get you get sentimental, you know. You start reflecting on the past a lot, not to necessarily live in the past, but just to just to visit. And and I remember when sorry for the noise. Forgive me for that. Let me try and shut this thing off. I don't know why it's even on. Thank you, Jesus. Anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, so I so I, so I remember I was think, think, thinking about it. And I remember when my father's father passed away, he was, um, I didn't really know him very much. I, I remember he had a white, uh, he had a plaid shirt, white, different shades of brown stripes, dark charcoal pants, brown shoes, I believe. And, uh, one of those, uh, old school, old man hats, those, uh, fedoras and other hats with the little, uh, with the, with, with a gray stripe, if I remember correctly. No bowler hats, though. Bowler hats are kind of stupid, but I understand. And, uh, I remember, I remember seeing him, and I don't remember much. He was thin, that's for sure. He, um, he did pass away. I did feel upset about that. But I don't really, really remember him that much. I remember seeing him in the hospital. I would, uh, was in the hospital. And I believe he had a room at the end of the hall. You walk straight, there's a window looking to the outside, if I remember correctly. And you would go into the last room, you would turn right, and he had the first bed, I, I, I believe. And uh, we would visit him, you know, 
and he had the big old man glasses, you know, <laughs> like the, not really uh, as thick as uh, Urkel, but you know, just huge for some reason, and uh, I kind of remember what his face looked like, I don't remember his voice though. kind of remember little details, the clothes, uh, the hospital, then again, I can't, I can't really know if what I remember is actually a fact or not, I remember he had, uh, he had saggy cheeks, (laughs) you know, little, little sunken uh, saggy cheeks, and believe he was old which is impressive and if it's any indication of how old he he was my 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 father had pictures that were in black and white of him as a young man so that might be an issue (laughs) anyway I was just thinking about him, and I, I can almost make out the face, but all I, all I remember is the hat, the big glasses, the saggy cheeks, and how and how thin he was. And when he died, we all, uh, he, I forget who was there, we were all in a group, and I sat next to him, and I remember crying. And, but I, I don't remember why. I think it was because, as I said before, in a pre- previous thing, I was a, I was, I was, I was a little monster, but um, I think I felt bad for being a little monster to him. You know, I was a monster to everybody, but you know. And then there was uh, <clears throat> the the other person I mentioned uh, before in my previous. Um, in the pre previous recording, and uh, believe I said said that I I couldn't remember her name or what she looked like or anything like that. And for some reason, it it I I I just remembered it, but I couldn't remember her name. I tried to think about it, and I couldn't remember, and it took me a while, but I did. <sighs> and uh, just for the record, just, just so that way it's out there in some way, her name was uh, Josephine. Don't ask for the last name, because I'll, I'll never remember that. It's funny how, as you get older, these memories come back to you. It's funny how the things you may have forgotten or chose to forget, they just spring up on you. You see, memories are good to visit 
but not to live in. The doors open, doors always open and they're free to drop by and have some coffee, but then eventually they have to go home at some point. And I remember I remember things, but it's also unclear and cluttered as as memory often is. It plays tricks on you, you misremember facts. to uh, skip uh, my last class when I went to, uh, when I was going to high school. And, and I, I, I remember I would always skip it. And I would walk to uh, the ferry boat. You know? And I remember um, I would try to get a, a seat outside or, or stand outside. Now sometimes, you know, more often than not, I would either... I would go upstairs, go go into the bottom, and I would go to the back of the boat as it as as it pulled away from the pier. Or sometimes I go right to the front and look out at the at what was in front of me. And I remember um, on some of those days, the air was cool and, and the wind would um, would brush against me. And my, my, my clothes would flap in the breeze. And I remember um, you know, smelling uh, the water and uh, the mist hitting my face as the, uh, as the engines, you know, hummed. And I, and, I, and, I, and I remember on cloudy days when it rained, I would be up there in the front and the droplets would <laughs> would uh, bend and they would uh, would almost be sideways and I'd just be standing there uh, looking out and the thing was was is that when when I would come come back instead of going to the front I would stay in the back looking out from where I just was and I'd see it shrink in the distance and I and I'd and I'd look over and I'd see uh, a sky of clouds and uh, orange and pinks and all sorts of colors you know as uh, as the sunset and as the lights uh, came on you know on the water in the town city whatever you know I honestly I I thought it was very uh, beautiful. Such a dirty little boat, but (laughs) for a moment you forget about that. And you hear uh, the engines creating waves as it's humming and bustling and uh, groaning. And you you hear the waves 
as it uh, as, as they smack against against each other. And sometimes when I take the boat, I would walk around for uh, maybe an hour, three, four. Look at the shops, and and I would sit on a bench. Sometimes, sometimes I'd read a book. Sometimes I'd uh, read the paper, or music, or something. And I'd and I'd look over, you know, uh, as people jogged and rode 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 bikes, whatever. You know, it was mostly mostly secluded uh, for for the most part. And I and I remember um, looking, and the water and uh, the light from the sun would hit the waters, and it would uh, shimmer and uh, shake with all the commotion about. And I would look, and for a moment, moment I would forget where I was. And eventually. Something would call me home, and I'd uh, I decide to go back. And I always stayed, um, I always stayed in the back, because everyone would go into the front. But I stayed in the back, and I would look as the as the as the view shrunk before my eyes, and we were out on the water. And, and I remember feeling sense of uh, peace sense of calm and, uh, and this this feeling where maybe I understood in a way what made the the sea so fascinating for so many centuries wooden ships and vessels uh, sailing the seas to new and foreign lands that need, that, uh, that freedom, and I, under, I think I understand a little bit of what it was like. I've never been afraid of the water. Uh, I've always believed myself to like nature, trees and grass and mountains and all that stuff. I try to think about the last time I uh, I felt like that. The whole one with the sea, one with nature type thing. And I try to think, but it's like the memories are uh, blocked. I can't remember. Or maybe, maybe they just don't exist. That's what happens when you get old. You get nostalgic. I remember. Um, I hope he doesn't hear this, but I remember um, my father was planning uh, a trip. Uh, he was gonna run an errand where we had just bought uh, this trailer, but uh, it was a it it was a mess. <laughs> 
And the funny part was, is that we, we, we spent the money to buy this old trailer. And then, in, in the end, in the end, we never, never got, got to use it. <clears throat> Unfortunately, it looks like my time is up and I have to go now. But I will continue this in part two. I know you're hanging on the edge of your seats. You want to know what, what, what happened in the story, but I have to go. My time is up. This is Jack. Have a good day or night, wherever, wherever, wherever you may be. I will continue the story in the next video. This is Jack, and have a good day. Jack, I think, I think I have a free moment to finish that story I was talking about earlier. Um, I believe I left off on nature. That's why, that's right, it was the trailer. So, uh, my parents uh, had, uh, we used to, you know, visit family. They wanted their own uh, trailer to put on this uh, on this place. Um, it was a kind of a trailer park, a little place people would go to on, uh, you know, when they wanted to get away and spend the summer there. <clears throat> they would uh, drink, bring their kids, uh, ride ATVs, go in the water. And some of them were very nice, like very nice. Um, they would build decks. Uh, on top of their trailers, or you know, they, they some of them even made tiki bars. <laughs> it was a whole. Uh, it was very nice, very uh, well done. And I remember um, my cousin's trailer was in the very front of uh, of the site, so it would wind up and you know, and but uh, his trailer is right in the front, and. It was this lot full of broken down um, RVs and stuff like, well, well, RVs and trailers. And some of them were taken over by raccoons and water damage and stuff. People would just leave them there. They would, uh, they would leave them there, let them rust and whatever. And uh, what happened was, is that some people would even buy them. <clears throat> Once uh, the lady that owned uh, the property you know, she would just let them let them sit there, and if someone wanted them, she would sell it to them, and uh, you know, for a reasonable price. And some of them were really sal uh, salvageable. And anyway, they ended up buying this freaking uh, this uh, trailer, and uh, it needed a lot of work. And so my father, <coughs> he was going to uh, he he decided he was going to go fix it up. But 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 to be honest. He just really didn't want. He really wanted wanted to get away away from my mother. <laughs> uh, and to be honest, I needed to get away too. Uh, as something happened, but anyway, <clears throat> the point is, I remember packing and it being a whole annoying deal. And I remember getting out on the road, stopping at at uh, the gas station by 
find a house. And as we went, <clears throat> you know, on this long uh, drive over there, it was a long drive, maybe like 10, 12 hours. And I remember, um, well, I fell asleep in the car many times. And I, you know, nice scenic routes and lakes and farms and stuff like that. And I remember trying to talk to my to my father because I have a habit of talking too much. It was very awkward and difficult, but, you know, I, uh, I muddled through and I would fall asleep or whatever. And uh, we'd, we'd stop for food and say maybe one or two words to each other. And I remember, um, I remember when, when we got there, we unpacked and, of course, uh, you know, we got ourselves situated. And the funny thing was, is that we didn't really do anything. Mostly stayed in the trailer, drove to, to the store, and um, used the, we used the grill. And it was quiet, you know, we saw a few rabbits and deers and raccoons and a, a few bees trying to get in my beer, which of course my father complained, complained about, but... Was it, was it the 4th, I, I, I think it was the 4th of July, actually, and it, it got dark, and the deck uh, was lit up, you know, with the, with lights, and I walked, um, in the dark, up the, up the road, to get to, uh, the water, you know, they had this little beach, and, um, you know, when you went there, uh, there was, uh, fireworks, <clears throat> No, I'm sorry. I was I was mistaken. It was not the Fourth of July. I think it was almost the Fourth of July. So we were there maybe a month before or something. And I'm sitting there, and people they have campfires on the beach and this and that, and you know they have little sitting uh, seating areas. And across the water, you could see uh, lights and boats and stuff. Um, off in the distance, as little specks of light. And I remember looking up, and you, you could actually see stars, you know? It was very interesting. And uh, there I was, uh, drinking, of course, and uh, I was thinking, of, thinking about stuff, whatever. Came back, whatever. And that was about, I think we stayed there for about a week or two. Um, the funny thing was is that I did actually, uh, I went fishing. And, you know, I went with my father because he wanted to go. And uh, I, went, I went with someone I knew from over there. And uh, he made his own uh, fishing uh, weights, or whatever they're called. Because um, each fish, you know, normally swims at a different depth. And he would get scrap metal and he'd make his own uh, little weights to uh, descend at different stuff. And he wanted to catch mud fish. <laughs> it was cool. I, I actually learned how, how to tie my own line and do all this stuff. And there was this one guy uh, underneath uh, an overpass. And he was raking in fish. I don't know what the hell he was doing. But every few minutes he was catching like two, three at a time. Like he found a sweet spot or something. His net was full of fish. Full of the mood fish catfish really and um, I couldn't catch anything 
and my and my line kept getting getting caught at the at uh, on the debris that was in the river because some people would dump bikes or maybe maybe a log or something. Um, but it was cool. Um, you know, he was very nice. Uh, you know, his girlfriend was nice. People were nice. And my dad looked like he was having fun, of course. Uh, whatever. Anyway. Anyway, when we left, um, you know, we packed up. We cleaned up. Because uh, it was my cousin's trailer. And uh, so we cleaned up. Packed everything. Started driving home. And I don't, don't really remember much. Uh, you know, specifically. But when we, we, we were driving home... this idea that that was one of the best trips I ever had with my father I don't know know what that means we spent uh, two weeks maybe two weeks not really talking to each other we mostly did our own stuff you know in our own little areas and even though we didn't really talk, barely said two words, words, words to each other. We ate, you know, hung out with my cousins, you know, one or one or two. And, and I can't help but think that that was probably the best time I had with my father. I don't know how sad that is, but it's uh, it's true. And I felt like I needed to um, to get that out in some form or some record. And, uh, well, I guess these videos are turning into a sort of uh, sort of confession. You know, uh, you know, my father and I were never close. I know he cared. I know he provided. He was there. Um, but I don't think that I was the son that he wanted me to be. And I, I recognize that. I know that. And I think he recognizes that I recognize that. <clears throat> there were sometimes. My father. Hey, it's Jack. <clears throat> now, uh, I know I left off. Uh, I was a little bit interrupted before. Sorry about that. But I, yeah, I was talking about my father. Anyway, so that's that deal. Anyway, but that's but that's um that's that's the the, the sort of stuff you think about when you get old, you know. Um, it just happens, you know. You you start uh, you start thinking about stuff.
I guess in a way, for the time being, this is uh, somewhat uh, of uh, confessional tapes. I guess the epic of Gilgamesh will have to wait. You know, I don't know what else, what else I, 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 I can say about that, you know? <clears throat> um, before I was uh, interrupted, <clears throat> I, uh, talking about nostalgia. And the things that um, people uh, sometimes forget, and it's funny because when when you get when you get to that point when you when you look back, you know, on your life, uh, you know, you uh, you think about these things. towards the end of it all, you have to um, make peace with yourself, you know? Uh, you make peace with yourself and you have to be able to forgive yourself. And you need to allow that to happen because at the end of the day, you know, all, all, all we, all we get is what we take, you know, and all we, hey. <sighs> Pretty dry stuff. To be honest, pretty dry. <laughs> you know what? Uh, one of my uh, one of my favorite uh, jokes that I used to do. You, you know, because because my jokes are really bad. I mean, bad. Uh, and I had I had this teacher, and we were watching. Uh, Lord of the Flies, and he wanted to watch us, uh, he, he wanted us to watch that, so we can get, uh, try to spin it in forms of, uh, governments, where, the, uh, the boy that was the leader of the other group of boys, he was, uh, a, a dictator, he was on the high end of, uh, you know, on the top of the hierarchy, and he controlled the other boys by saying he could protect them from the monster hiding in, in the caves, and, and you know he could de- he was the only the only one defending them protecting them the only one able to lead them and the other kids you know whatever and I remember watching the movie and when the boys um, the movie was different than the books when when the boys when they raid um, the other group's uh, camp they had this char- character named Piggy and 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 they broke the poor kids glasses. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I remember, uh, I remember the other kids laugh, laughing, and because they were laughing, I I started laughing. You know, it was contagious. <laughs> and the teacher is looking at us like, oh god, these freaking kids. <laughs> and uh, towards, at the end, of the end of class, he stops the movie, <laughs> and he looks at us like, oh man. And in the driest sense of humor, he says, "Come on, guys, you how shame on you, <laughs> poor little piggy. <laughs> Leave the poor kid alone. Has has hasn't he suffered enough? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he said, and then he says, you know, the kid doesn't have a lot going on for him, and then you go and break his glasses." <laughs> I mean, yeah, he could have ate, ate a salad once in a while, but that's no excuse. <laughs> and I start dying. <laughs> it, it was the way he said it, uh, the look he gave, like, come on, guys, poor little piggy. <laughs> he doesn't have a lot going on for him. <laughs> and then and then he ends it with saying, like, come on, guys. They didn't e e even give him a name. The poor kids call him Piggy. <laughs> he was just slaying this kid. <laughs> Until the end of class. Just filleting him. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know. That's, I've, I've always liked that sense, sense of humor. And I used to say the dumbest shit. I, I remember uh, my friend had this pet cat. And I would say this. I would say stuff like this all, all the time. I'd be like, hey. Uh, uh, so the cat the cat would uh, be on my la la lap asleep. And I turned to my friend with a straight, straight, straight face and say, hey. She's like, what? And I say, you know what? She's like, what? Like, I wear that pussy out. And she's like, I hate you, and I'm leaving. And she walks out the door. <laughs> and the cat's just sleeping on my <laughs> and, and I And I remember she was sitting uh, on the couch. <clears throat> and, it, and with a straight face, you know, I'm sitting on, um, I'm sitting somewhere else. And with a straight face, I tell her, hey. You really need to shame that. Uh, you you really need to shame your pussy. That shit's getting you know bushy as hell. And she's like, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> Just all day, every day. <laughs> yo yo, and uh, the cat would be <laughs> rubbing up on me, and I say, "Hey, tell your pussy to stop grinding on me." And she's like, "You need to stop." Get out. <laughs> oh, there's some stupid shit. That's the stupid shit you remember.
<laughs> you know, the the other thing about getting old is that it gives you a perspective. It gives you the, the wisdom in theory to reflect on certain things and see it from a new perspective, a new light. I guess if we're doing confessionals now well not my own let's just say my family has a a long line of particular people my mother had a strict upbringing Got into trouble, mind you, which she did. And uh, she eloped when she was 19, I believe. She eloped with her first husband. And let's just say from there, there were some good times, but things quickly went downhill. By the time she met my father, um, well, that's where I came into the picture. And, you know, my father, um, he, you know, he, he was uh, pre- pre- previously married, and he never talks about it, but, um, you know, from what I remember, his uh, wife, it was him, his wife, and... Uh, you know, his, uh, his sister-in-law. It was him, his wife, sister-in-law, and I think a niece. And what happened was, is they got into a car accident. And he was the only one to make it. And I guess he met my mother after that, or sometime after, and that's where I came in. My mother's husband, I guess, was a good guy, apparently, from what I hear, but he did drugs and gambling and other stuff, and uh, I guess it doesn't work out, you know? And I remember one time I was going through a hard time, and I, uh, I drank for three days. You know, it was a it was a thing, and I and I remember my uh, my father coming to me, and he spoke to me, and I I, I think I always remember this. He uh, he spoke to me, you know about you know, and he said, you know, hey, you know, when you know when my wife passed away, this this and that, and uh, he never talks about it. And I always remember that. So I, uh, I guess my father isn't all that bad. But you know, that's how these things go. And.
I don't mean to uh, bring you guys down. I don't mean to make this into like a whole rainy day thing. But you know, that's just, that's just, you know, this stuff happens. You know, there's good times and bad times, and but you know, it's all a matter of of, of uh, perspective, which is definitely true. Uh, a person who grows up in the poor slums or the ghetto, whatever, for all you know, he could grow up to be a doctor or a scientist, maybe a physicist, maybe he invents something, maybe he does, uh, he opens up some businesses, legitimate businesses, mind you, and uh, his past uh, doesn't have to reflect um, who he wants to be. You you can have somebody from Kansas, Mississippi come come over to the big city and make it big, and now they're a genuine Hollywood actor, you know, and that's fine, you, you know, because because uh, where you're from is less important, um, I think. It's more it's more important important about you know uh, who you are and who you choose to be. I think that's more and more important than family uh, ties or culture or religion because in the end it's 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 you you know it's not your family it's you it's not your past it's it, it's it's a part of you but that doesn't necessarily mean that the past has to define you you know when you get uh, older, you start thinking about these things. You know, you think about the person, you know, you thought you could be, the person you wanted to be, you know, and, and, and the thing is like what I've, what I've learned over and over again for many years that people want a lot of things but they don't know what they need and sometimes when when, when pe- people want isn't good for them like in uh like in the store uh like in the episode uh a circus with no with no net i think was one of the episodes it's all about moderation finding that balance you know There's, there's, there's a reason they call them uh, the twilight years. Man, that train of thought got derailed three times. <laughs> part one, part two, and now this part. <sighs> Technically, it wasn't my fault, to, to, be on, to be honest, but, you know, things happened and the train just derailed and flew into the trees and slid down the mountain. Now, I don't know where it's at now. <sighs> you know, I, uh, I, w- I wish I could give away some moral or some uh, purpose to these uh, 
insane ramblings. And I wish I could, and I, and I want to. But in the end, what else is there to say? In the end, getting old is uh, it's a natural part of part of life, and that's fine. And when you when you get to that part, that um, that point in your life, sometimes. Sometimes you just get tired. <sighs> and it, in a way, <laughs> in, in a way to be more dramatic, it feels like I haven't really slept in years. enough uh, as somebody pointed out that is enough uh, emo stuff emo haven't heard that well whatever so Jack, have a good day or night, wherever you may be. And I'm sorry for these uh, rambles, as I call them. Um, but that's just what happens. Anyway, I'll probably combine these three episodes into one. You know, the train left the station long ago, and I don't know where, where it's at. So, hopefully you took something away, away, away from this. So, again, this is Jack. Have a good day.